we hope. <laughs> RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. A leading medic warns that distrust is holding back efforts to vaccinate people against COVID-19. Officials say that the vast majority of domestic helpers have taken a coronavirus test or will do by today's deadline. And concerns over a plunging Chinese rocket prove unfounded as it largely burns up on re-entry. The head of the Medical Association, Dr Choi Kin, says distrust of the authorities is harming Hong Kong's drive to vaccinate the public against COVID-19, adding that inoculation is the only way out of the pandemic. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong programme, Dr Choi said the local vaccination rate was lagging far behind the level required to achieve herd immunity. He said annual COVID vaccines may soon be required, so the government has to do more. Trust of the authority is an issue which dictates whether the citizens will want to get vaccinated or not. Despite various expert panels being formed, there have been inadequate convincing statements from the groups to convince the public of importance and safety of the vaccines. Various measures to entice vaccination are devised. Unfortunately, the schemes are complicated and not tempting enough to lure citizens to get vaccinated. The government says most of Hong Kong's domestic helpers have complied with an order to take a COVID-19 test ahead of today's deadline. Writing on his official blog, the Chief Secretary, Matthew Cheung, said more than 280,000 helpers have taken tests in the first seven days of this month, with 50,000 more booked in this weekend. The SAR has about 370,000 helpers. Officials ordered the tests after three helpers were confirmed to be carrying a more infectious variant of the coronavirus. Some helpers' rights groups complained that the measure was discriminatory. The Health Secretary, Sophia Chan, says it is completely undesirable for people to defy quarantine orders after reports emerged that some residents of the Royalton in Pok Fu Lam refused to leave their homes. The entire building was subject to mandatory quarantine after a domestic helper who lives there was diagnosed with a COVID-19 variant. Professor Chan told a television interview that there may be legal consequences for anyone who refused to comply with anti-epidemic measures. State media reports say that the remnants of a large Chinese rocket have largely been destroyed on re-entry to the Earth's atmosphere this morning. They've quoted the China Manned Space Engineering Office as saying that the remaining parts of the Long March 5B rocket landed at a point in the Indian Ocean near the Maldives. The rocket was used last month to deliver material for the country's new space station. There had been days of speculation over where the remnants would hit. Turning to overseas, there have been renewed clashes in Jerusalem between Palestinians and Israeli police. A day after more than 200 people were injured in some of the worst violence in years at the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound. The BBC's Yolanda Nell reports from Jerusalem. After tens of thousands of worshippers prayed at Al-Aqsa Mosque for Laylat al-Qadr, the most holy night in the month of Ramadan, clashes broke out at Damascus Gate in Jerusalem's old city. Israeli police used sponge-tipped bullets and tear gas against crowds of Palestinians, some of whom threw stones. A small protest was also broken up in Sheikh Jarrah, a nearby neighbourhood where dozens of Palestinians face eviction in long-running legal cases. Officials in Afghanistan say at least 30 people have been killed and more than 50 others injured in a blast at a school in the capital, Kabul. The BBC's Joe McGivering has the details. 
Classes at the secondary school had just ended, and pupils were streaming out of the gates to go home when the blasts happened. Many of the dead were schoolgirls. Pictures show the burning wreckage of a vehicle near the gates and abandoned school bags. Others show rows of covered bodies and weeping families. Most of the people who live in this part of Kabul and attend this school belong to Afghanistan's Hazara ethnic minority. They're Shia Muslims, reviled and often targeted by Sunni extremists. The family of George Floyd, whose killing by a white police officer, Derek Chauvin, last year provoked worldwide race protests, has welcomed his indictment on charges of civil rights violations. Mr Floyd's nephew, Brandon Williams, said the news, delivered in a phone call by the US Attorney General, was a victory for all families waiting for justice. No family should go through what we went through. It's unacceptable. When is it going to stop? But this gives us hope. This lets us know that there is change on the way if we keep pressing and mashing the gas for people in leadership to pass laws. We need police reform. The new civil rights charges against Derek Chauvin and three other officers mean the men could be tried in a federal court. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past one. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has called for a coronavirus summit of the devolved nations that make up the United Kingdom. His comments follow the success of the pro-independent Scottish National Party in Thursday's elections in Scotland. Here's the BBC's James Shaw. On the face of it, the makeup of the Parliament has not changed dramatically. The SNP will still have more than twice as many MSPs as their nearest challengers, the Conservatives. Labour's lost two seats, the Scottish Greens have gained two. But the SNP argument is that they have an explicit mandate to seek a new referendum, and the UK government's insistence that now is not the time is a denial of democracy. Nicola Sturgeon said it was an acknowledged aspect of the UK's unwritten constitution that the union of the four nations was voluntary and it was astonishing that that principle was being ignored. Spain has just lifted a national state of emergency imposed six months ago to contain the coronavirus pandemic. The measures included an overnight curfew and restrictions on travel between regions. The BBC's Guy Hedgeco reports. With those rules now lifted, a surge is expected in people visiting loved ones and second homes in other parts of the country. Each regional administration now has to decide which measures it uses to control the virus's spread. Critics have accused the central government of socialist Pedro Sanchez of passing the thorny problem of restrictions onto local leaders who have to get any new measures approved by a court. The Balearic Islands and Valencia, for example, have managed to get court approval for their curfews to remain in place. Two avalanches in the French Alpine region of Savoie have killed seven people. Four hikers died after being engulfed by the first snowslide late on Saturday morning near the ski station of Valois. One member of the group was rescued by helicopter. Another three people were killed on Mont Pourri, 150 kilometres away, when a second avalanche struck in the afternoon. The first global review of complementary medicines that claim to promote weight loss suggests there is insufficient evidence to justify their use. Researchers in Australia carried out two studies into dietary supplements and found most had little or no benefit. The BBC's Catherine da Costa reports. In one study, researchers looked at data for more than 4,000 overweight or obese adults comparing herbal supplements to a placebo. Weight loss of at least five and a half pounds was considered clinically significant. Only one product containing white kidney beans produced greater weight loss than the dummy pill, but not enough to reach the benchmark. 
In a separate study of more than 5,000 adults comparing dietary supplements to a placebo, researchers found modified cellulose, a plant fibre that creates a feeling of being full, and blood orange juice extract showed promising results, but were only investigated in one trial. To sport, and we start with boxing. And in the last hour, the world's best pound-for-pound boxer, super middleweight champion uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez, added the WBO belt to his WBA and WBC titles with a fifth-round knockout of Britain's Billy Joe Sanders in front of more than 70,000 fans at the A and AT&T Stadium in Texas. Manchester City missed the chance to seal the English Premier League title, losing 2-1 at home against Chelsea. BBC's football correspondent John Murray was watching. It was a missed penalty from Sergio Aguero that saw fortunes swing from one Champions League finalist to the other and means City will have to wait a little longer before clinching the Premier League title. Shortly after Raheem Sterling shot City in front, Aguero fluffed a Penenka-style penalty that Chelsea goalkeeper Mendy saved with one hand. After the break, Chelsea became the better team. Ziyech equalised, and after Sterling was denied a penalty following a Zuma challenge, an Alonso goal in added time means three weeks from their date in the final, Chelsea have now beaten City twice in three weeks. The City boss Pep Guardiola was frustrated with his side and the decision not to award his side a penalty late on. We don't press high, we don't try to the ball, but I oh, know it's difficult. It's a, a good team, a good side, so we know it. But uh, yeah, it was in general a really good performance for our side. And uh, yeah, 88 minutes, we have a clear chance that was not given and, and we could not win. And the seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton is on pole for tonight's Spanish Grand Prix, the 100th of his career. Hamilton starts ahead of the Red Bull of Max Verstappen and Mercedes teammate Valtteri Bottas. To end the news, the top stories once again. A leading medic warns that distrust is holding back efforts to vaccinate people against COVID-19. Officials say that the vast majority of domestic helpers have taken a coronavirus test or will do by today's deadline. And concerns over a plunging Chinese rocket prove unfounded as it largely burns up on re-entry. And that's all the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.